0: Well, welcome to the very first episode of Learning the Tropes, a romance novel podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And we're your hosts.
1: Yeah. And I am a romance novel virgin. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not after this book. But prior to this book. I was. Mm. So that's why, kind of why we decided to do this podcast, right? So yeah. Aaron, you're super into romance novels.
0: I love romance novels. I've been reading them. I read about like three to four a week.
1: Okay. That's so insane. I, them. <laughs>
0: I always say if it takes you more than a week to read a romance novel, it's not a good novel. You got to put it down. Yeah. Because you should be getting through these fast.
1: Absolutely. And after reading this, I agree. Yeah. Um, so for me, I have never read a romance novel before. Mm-hmm. And I was really interested in the genre because you were so excited about it. Yeah. And well, so you have a podcast with a friend of, well, a mutual friend, Chelsea yeah. White. Chelsea White, it's called Ghosted Stories. It's a dating podcast. It's a very great podcast. And I've been on it several times talking about my woefully pathetic <laughs> uh, romantic life.
0: Well, the first time you talked about a specific person and then you came back to say you were no longer with that person. <laughs> and then yeah. We had a crossover podcast with your podcast,
1: which is How to Watch Movies The Right Way. Yes. Um, which I co host with my your husband. husband. So it's very incestuous, mm-hmm. um, but and we decided why don't the two of us have a podcast? Yeah, because we're just we're one we're one step away from having a podcast together. Let's just do it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I loved being on Ghosted Stories, mm-hmm. uh, and you were great on How to Watch Movies because you've been on that podcast as well. So this makes sense. Yeah, I need a little romance in my life. You,
0: you're single. I've been single. single for a, a minute.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've been single for a while, probably yeah. too long. <laughs> Um, because if you don't use it, you lose it. Oh, you've lost and it? And I'm getting close to losing it. So,
0: instead of losing it, we're going to have you read about it. Steady up. Absolutely. See if we can get you any tips. Yeah, getting the ladies out there. Mm-hmm. How to be a good boyfriend when that t- if that time comes around again, when it does. Yeah.
1: Am I an alpha? Am I a beta? Am I a gamma?
0: Not an alpha.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. I knew that. <laughs> now everybody knows.
0: So I think it'll be interesting to go on this journey with you, too, because I think it'll be interesting to... Um, I think women are always forced to participate in genres and worlds that aren't for them. Just by default, there aren't many for them. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how you react to a world and a genre that is not for you. Mm -hmm. Ostensibly, it's, it's written by women for women for the most part. Yeah. To then, you know, what sort of things you learn or if you do learn things about women or... Um, how we think or anything like that, yeah. or, or how to
1: be a better boyfriend, and I would and I would say to please pardon my ignorance mm. as I learn these tropes and as I get into these books because I may ask questions that might seem like I am I don't want to say disrespecting the genre but it is it's coming out of a place of pure. Uh, interest and uh, I want to understand it.
0: But here, just so we have like a basis.
1: Okay. I'm going to
0: read to you what the Romance Writers Association, what they have as a romance novel, the official definition. The
1: definition of a romance novel.
0: You basically only need two things. It's simple. So according to the RWA, two basic elements comprise every romance novel, a central love story and an emotionally satisfying and optimistic ending. Uh, The central love story, the main plot centers around individuals falling in love and struggling to make the relationship work. A writer can include as many subplots as he or she wants, as long as the love story is the main focus of the novel. An emotionally satisfying and optimistic ending. In a romance, the lovers who risk and struggle for each other and their relationship are rewarded with an emotional justice and unconditional
1: love. That's nice. Yeah, that is.
0: I think everyone could be improved by reading romance.
1: And I also love... But there's so much for everybody. Mm -hmm. There's so many different genres and tropes Mm -hmm. that you can pretty much find whatever scratches your itch. And I'm very interested in that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why we named the podcast what we did, because I think and tropes normally is a really bad word. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about like filmmaking or something, you don't want to get too Mm tropey. Romance novels more tropes
1: all about the tropes i
0: want these tropes so the editor's are like there's specific not, tropes.
1: not enough tropes
0: well it's just it's all it's like with everything it's like you people get so specific with what they're interested in and what they want to read mm-hmm. that it's about finding that specific thing and it's based on tropes
1: yeah i'm very excited to figure out what my most beloved tropes are i am too i'm That's excited good. i'm very excited
0: all right should we get started with our first book yes All
1: right. So jump into this hole. (laughs) If you read the book, you would get that reference.
0: Yes. Yeah. Fall through the hole. fall
1: through the hole. Let's fall through this hole. (laughs) I probably shouldn't say that.
0: Um, So it's Kiss of the Highlander by Karen Marie Mooning.
1: To reach Bandrocade by tomorrow, we must travel without pause. Will you keep stopping to pick up those stupid stones? She grumbled. You will understand the purpose of my stupid stones tomorrow.
0: So we have our two main characters, Drusten Mckelter, mm-hmm. who's a druid.
1: Yes. He's a layer. Secret kind of – well, he, he admits to being a druid to some people, but he doesn't – people don't like that he's a druid. We people don't like it.
0: Yes. It's one of those things where it's like this is a secret that I'm a druid, but then literally everyone knows.
1: But also it ruins like all his relationships is being a druid. Yeah. Because girls aren't into druids.
0: <laughs> That's what we learned.
1: At least in the time that he lives. I feel right. like women would be way into druids now. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because he's from the 15th century or 16th mm-hmm. century. And then we have our heroine, Gwen Cassidy. Yes. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. She doesn't let you forget. The no. second that you think, is this woman smart? She's going to start rattling off equations. She
1: does talk about a lot of scientific theories yeah. um, in her own thoughts. She she's very, yeah, very obsessed with her own smartness.
0: Yeah, in a way that is distracting.
1: It's a bit distracting, but yeah. yeah.
0: She's left her parents and then they died. Yes. She's not super affected by it.
1: Doesn't seem to be, but they were two cold scientists. Yeah. Which she's afraid of becoming.
0: One was British.
1: Yes. That adds a level of cold. I mean, just, I, could, I got a shiver up my spine when you said that. Then you become an insurance adjuster at Allstate. Uh, yeah, w- very specifically Allstate, which yeah. I liked. Uh, there's a, I like that Allstate got a shout out.
0: The thing about this novel that I found was the amount of product placement, or like directly uh, that she would just say, like she had Jennifer Aniston bangs. Mm-hmm. She rattled off a lot of movies that she had seen, TV shows she had liked.
1: The the First Night she references several times, a movie called First Night.
0: Yeah, which is also a deep cut because this book – do you,
1: 2001.
0: 2001. Mm-hmm. I, it felt very 2001.
1: Well, when she – I knew when it was published and when she said she had Jennifer Aniston bangs and she was looking for her Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. I knew immediately – Oh, this poor girl. <laughs>
0: she doesn't know. She
1: doesn't know what's going to happen in the future. No. Yeah.
0: So they meet
1: by... Her falling in- into a hole. hmm And she falls on top of him. Yeah. Because he is sleeping. He's been put into a magic-induced coma uh-huh. by some bad people. Mm-hmm. And he's been asleep for five centuries? Yeah. Because it's the 21st century.
0: Fifteen eighteen mm-hmm. to two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, five hundred years, and then um, she wakes him up, and then we go from there.
1: Yeah, and he is like jacked. He is he's everything I thought that he should be. In he's my
0: six seven. That's too tall, frankly. And she's
1: what, five, four
0: or she's something? She's five
1: two and three quarters. <laughs> so <laughs> small compared to him.
0: That's too that's a lot of that's a big expanse. That is. Um so first impressions, what did you think sort of were already the thing that is interesting about this novel is most of the time they start with the meet cute. Like in the first three pages, the two characters meet. Mm-hmm. This we had the whole section
1: with the um We had a a pre-section of characters that come back, but then we flash to the future, which is when Gwen is on this bus trip to Scotland Mm -hmm. with a bunch of old people, Mm -hmm. because she quit her job and wanted to find her cherry picker.
0: Let's talk about it. Let's talk
1: about cherry picker. (laughs) That was insane that she referred to the person who's going to take her virginity, because she is a... 25-year-old virgin.
0: Which isn't that old. No,
1: no judgment there. No. But But um, it was like very – she is very obsessed with her own virginity.
0: That's the thing. She did seem to spend a lot of time like a child prodigy where I don't think she really had time to be around other people. And then I think she was very awkward
1: around other people. She's like a busty Sheldon. Um, and he's yoked. He's just like – just.
0: He's so jacked.
1: Yeah, he's just so jacked.
0: And his dick is the size of a can of a – tennis balls that was what i found also really strange in the beginning where it's like she's there to she's in scotland to get fucked mm-hmm. and then she meets this like super sexy guy who basically wakes up almost immediately starts fingering her yes and they start making out and she's not like oh let's go for it like what did she think was gonna happen when she's like on this old folks tour of scotland to get fucked like yeah like was the- it gonna be like dates and stuff like that's what i found strange how much she resisted it when i was like you don't need to resist. Yeah, because the
1: chances of her finding romance with a bunch of old people is so small right. that when this happens and it seems like a organic way to lose your cherry, she does resist. But mm-hmm. again, guys sleeping in the bottom of a hole. <laughs> you know, is he a is he a chauvinist pig? Like in a way he is. But not completely.
0: No, it seemed like he was just like a kind of like a fish out of water at the beginning. But then when you're back in his time, he seems almost like modern.
1: Yes. Because he's and, very
0: like, my mom was super smart. I want to marry a lady who's super smart. That's important to me. He's not just like
1: and anyone. He, and he's very smart, too. Mm-hmm. We learn when she eventually ends up back in his time.
0: So they go. I mean, I loved the scene of them in the store.
1: That was great. It was, it was comedic. So fun. Yeah.
0: Like him putting on jeans, he hates it.
1: His dick is squeezed. His dick is like, he cannot get his dick into these jeans. <laughs> they can't find anything purple for him to wear because his family color is purple. And so he's obsessed with so purple. he's like, I want some, pur- no, bring me back something purple. <laughs> he's so obsessed with purple. Um, but if, yeah, it, that they was they a great thing. They get track scene.
0: shorts, so he has plenty of breathing room. Adidas. 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 Yeah. And uh, I loved that. And then they're in a car. Mm-hmm. And they go to the Stones. And then we spend a lot of time at these Stones.
1: We do. We spend a lot of time at the Stones. And uh, like I wasn't sure. I kind of knew what was going to happen, but I wasn't sure. But there was a long way to get there. That was the one thing I would say about this book, is that I did enjoy enjoy this book. And I love the twists and turns. But it felt a little bit padded. Mm. They went over. And I don't know. So I'll ask you, as the romance expert... Is there a lot of that in romance books where they reiterate over and over again the two being attracted to each other but then not admitting to each other? But then you get their minds, oh, he looks really sexy, but I can't. I just wanted the sex to happen a little bit sooner.
0: But, you know, what's funny. The sex happened in this book, I thought, really soon.
1: So for romance books, this was – Early for the sex.
0: Yeah, normally sex hap I mean, it obviously depends. There's like a bunch of different ones. In general, you can plan on the sex happening around fifty percent.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So that was when the first sex happens.
0: This happens early, but also this is a book where there was a lot of plot, Mm -hmm. a lot of things happen. So also, I think things had to happen at different stages. Okay. And I wouldn't say that this book is predictable. Like there was never a new turn that happened. Like, cause I read this a while ago and then okay. I reread it, but there's never a turn that happened that I was like, oh yeah, obviously this is gonna happen.
1: Yeah. So, so what happens is he goes to these stones and he
0: uh, everything's gone. His castle's gone. Yeah. They can't find these tablets that they need. They're searching for hours. She's like such a good sport about it, and then she
1: just hangs in the car for two hours while he cries about his <laughs> stones. Which is awesome, but she. No, which
0: is very nice, but it's also like a long time.
1: It's a long, like, uh, and it's 2001, so she didn't have an iPhone. No, so None what of us was us had she, iPhones in 2001. Well that's, a, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what oh. was she doing? Was she playing like, was she playing Snake on her cell phone?
0: I don't. She was eating salmon cakes, <laughs> which <laughs> she was, sounds she
1: disgusting. Was. That's all I could think of was like salmon cakes in the back of this hot car. Oh, yeah, she's got salmon fingers because she's <laughs> her fingers smell like salmon now. Yeah. So when they had sex. Her hand smelled like salmon, which is not a deal breaker.
0: Would it be a deal breaker for you?
1: No, no, that's why I said I was yeah. speaking as myself. That is not 100% <laughs> not a deal breaker.
0: Salmon fingers, fishy fingers.
1: I don't have many deal breakers at this point, I'll be honest with you.
0: I did think that the turn from her thinking this guy was a crazy person to then like going up to the stones and everything. So then basically he's putting all these things on the stones. He's doing a like a druid spell mm-hmm. to get back in time because his main thing is he needs to save his family line which had clearly died out
1: yeah because his brother had been murdered mm-hmm, and uh he, there was nobody else to carry on his
0: dad was old mm-hmm. and so th- he thought that it was all over so he wanted to go back so he does the things and then basically she just has decided at the car like i'm i'm I'm
1: gonna fuck, I'm gonna fuck yeah yeah <laughs> let's fuck her. yeah
0: she puts on a thong that doesn't sound like it could possibly be cute
1: but it had cats on it, right?
0: It was a red thong with black cats. And she was like, this is my
1: this is her cherry picking, picking thong. thong. She she I, but she does say that this oh, is yeah. her cherry picking thong. We're not making that up. Um, when you're
0: in her mind, she's very clear about everything that's yes. happening to. That is something in romance novels. You are. It's always the dual POVs. Most of the time, actually, I yeah. say every time, but uh, most of the time.
1: But I was really psyched for them to have sex. How did you feel about it? Did you think it was the right time? Did you think it was too soon?
0: I think it happened soon. I think it happened uh, when was necessary for the plotting of the novel. Like, I don't think it could have happened. But in
1: their relationship. Yeah, I thought it happened Too soon. Well,
0: also it's like, but she's there, get her cherry picked. But then, so they have sex. Mm -hmm. And then he like whispers these words to her basically two times. Yeah, these words to her. She doesn't really understand. And then he completes his spell and something crazy happens. Yeah. They're both naked as the day they were born too, Mm -hmm. which I found funny because he was like, oh, we don't have any time and now we got to run to the stones. And I'm like, you couldn't, she could have just, like, put a shirt on. So then she wakes up and he's gone and she thinks that he's gone back in time. So then she's heartbroken and she's like, I'll never find love again. And I just found that turn really fast mm-hmm. to, like, I don't want to fuck him to now. He's the only person I'll ever want to – like, I'm in love with him.
1: But this was very close to post-coital.
0: Mm. But then she like, she's back in time.
1: So she – shows up at the castle, which exists now. Mm-hmm. The, what happens is she knocks on the door, and then the, a woman who is the uh, maid of the manor, mm-hmm. Nell, right? She brings her in. Yeah. So she's taken into the castle, and then we are introduced to Justin's twin brother.
0: Not yet, no. No, His not father, yet. His Sylvan. father, okay,
1: the father. Um, and then when does the twin brother come in? Cause she makes out with them. Yeah.
0: She come like the next morning. Tristan is like, I don't know you. You're saying I lost your virginity. Oh, that's the right. The father was immediately like, oh, this naked woman showed up last night. Like, you two should get married. Yes. Which also, everyone gets on board with Gwen and her insane, insane story, like, also very quickly. Yeah. Which I, <clears throat> it was good. I don't like when you spend too much time not believing it, because I'm like, we all believe it, and can everyone else just believe it? And
1: also, they were doing the same thing again with the different, char- they're swapping the characters. So, mm-hmm. Gwen had to say, hey, I'm being, I'm, I'm not lying the way Justin had to do it the other way before. So right. there's only so much you can get out of that swap before people are like, okay, we did this, we did this. Mm-hmm. But she does think that uh, his brother is him because they are twins. Yeah. Which is something that Justin didn't mention beforehand when yeah. he mentioned his brother had died. Yeah. But she- they you to get a little good make out, but there's no fire, there's no passion. mm Yeah.
0: Also, then he looks, and then she's like, oh, no, wait, actually, you look different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Maybe. you're not as cute.
0: I mean, we do spend a lot of time him not believing her. Yes. We do spend like 50 pages of her just basically running after him, fluffing up her titties. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying
1: she, to she get his attention. press them together.
0: Wearing purple.
1: Uh-huh. That she, was a big move. That was a good move. Yeah. He loves his purple. Sick he prince. He loves purple. Yes. He's like a gi- he gigantic prince.
0: He's yes. She, th-
1: there is a lot of that play, so I did think uh I did think I I like that, but I I want less of it.
0: Right, like we could have come here faster. So eventually she locks him in a ancient porta potty. Mhm. Which is her plan is basically just to lock him in there until he finally stops fighting and then she tells him the whole story of when they were together in the 21st century. And then she repeats back basically wedding vows that she doesn't know are wedding vows. Yes. And then they're married.
1: Which – is there a lot of non-consensual weddings in these books? <laughs> uh,
0: like a marriage of convenience is definitely a trope. Okay. Um, not non-consensual mar- – not marriage where one person doesn't know, know that, that a marriage is happening. Yes. Normally people are cognizant there is a marriage happening and they feel a certain kind of way yeah. about it.
1: It might not be for the right reasons, but they know it's happening.
0: Yeah, and I she, found that to be kind of insane because they did go from like, even when they were like in the store and everything, Drewston definitely like had the hots for her the mm-hmm. whole time. But it's not like he was like, I love this woman so much. And then to do the marriage vow thing, I just found to be like uh, a lot.
1: Yes. He fell in love with her pretty fast, uh, but we never really see that. We really don't know he's super in love with her, mm-hmm. um, but we do know that she's really into him physically. He's into her physically, too. But, uh, yeah, the love, their undying love, I don't think necessarily came through. No. No.
0: I think it it was insta-love. Yeah. So we have so a case I, of insta-love, which is a trope?
1: Yeah. Oh, insta-love. So that's love at first sight? Yeah. Okay.
0: And Which this isn't at first sight, but this is two days later.
1: Yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, she definitely wanted to screw him at first sight. Mm. But Who wouldn't though? I mean Come God. on. Yeah, the way they describe him. Yeah. Um, do you would you were you picturing faces? Like were you picturing his face? Yeah. What would what he look like to you?
0: He had like a strong jaw. Okay. He had like a long nose. Mm-hmm. She kept saying he had silver eyes, so I yeah. pictured like I pictured like a giant Daniel Day Lewis from Last of the Mohicans. Good. Basically. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
1: that rugged look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I pictured Fabio. (laughs) You'll probably hear that a lot when we're... (laughs) I just pictured Fabio.
0: I just would imagine you pictured the the most handsome man you know, Bradley Cooper.
1: Oh, yes. Now I am. (laughs) Now I need to reread this book.
0: Yeah, we do need to read a book that has Fabio on the cover because actually he didn't do that many.
1: And he did commercials where he was... He did like butter commercials or I can't believe it's not butter commercials where he's in a romance novel pose. Yeah. So I think I knew that more than I knew his actual covers. Mm -hmm. But um, I definitely that's the thing about these characters, too, is that I definitely pictured their bodies pretty well because they were very described. But their face is not so much. Yeah. I still don't really know what Gwen looks like. Me neither. Yeah. Like I'm trying to figure out what her face is and it's definitely pretty, but it's not. A really defined face. They
0: never talk about her face. Yeah, because I highlighted when she describes him for Mm -hmm. the first time and when he describes her for the first time, no faces.
1: Did you relate to either of these characters? No, did you? No. Yeah. So
0: where are we? So then, so she convinces him they they fuck a lot in that hallway, which I always find bold. And that in romance novels, there's a lot of them just having sex in places where like anyone could walk in at Mm -hmm. any time, and people being very okay with it. Yeah, I'm always. Like, there's servants here. Like, guys, yes. like, let's get it together. Like,
1: let's go to a room. And be respectful f- for them because they are hired to, you know, make you food, do your laundry, not watch you fuck. Right. Unless it's in the contract, which it could be. But I don't know if they had contracts back then.
0: No, I think you just like it was at will.
1: Or you had a guy in the village who just would watch you <laughs> fuck and that was his job.
0: The fuck the, the peeping tom.
1: <laughs> the peeping tom. Is tom. Yeah, it's, it's the, <laughs> anybody named Tom is named after the peeping tom in the village.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, so we're talking about a hostile work environment.
1: Yes. And that- OSHA needs to be uh, contacted <laughs> immediately. So then they're gonna.
0: So then they they just basically they fuck for a while. We mm-hmm. we learn we.
1: It was it's it was two hundred page. <laughs> it was a two hundred page fuck scene.
0: Well, no. <laughs> what did
1: you did you think that was a lot of sex? I um, or- no, the sex was okay. So the sex was not as explicit as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But it did go on for a good amount of pages, not too many. Mm-hmm. But there was, if we're going to talk about it. I didn't think that Drustin would be as avid a, uh, a conilingus guy. Okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. I'm calling him out, and I'm saying he didn't seem like the type.
0: He didn't seem like the kind of guy that would go down on it. No, go.
1: he seemed like the kind of guy that would pound and pound, but once that was in, he'd be like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I've got druid shit to do.
0: I gotta start some got shit at the I got these
1: rocks. I gotta <laughs> open these rocks and get this powder out. You know how it is, honey. That I didn't feel like he was the kind of guy who would do that. Yeah. So I guess I'm attacking his character.
0: You are, because mm-hmm. you think he doesn't want to leave his women satisfied.
1: I don't think. He, I mean, I don't think he. I don't think him as a character would care that much. I think in the context of the book, the 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 hope and the dream is that you do meet this rugged yoked guy who is a barbarian almost but smart and Mm -hmm. likes to go down on you i think that's the romantic ideal which i understand that's why it happened in this book but i'm reading this and i'm thinking justin wouldn't do this yeah he doesn't seem like the kind of guy
0: oh that's interesting yeah there's always a lot of oral in romance which
1: i understand which is great and there should be There should be tons of oral in it. I mean, that's just my opinion on him.
0: I don't know. I feel like once we went back into his time, he definitely seemed a bit more sensitive. Uh Uh-huh. And he was very concerned with remaining faithful to whoever he marries. It did seem like he he wasn't a barbarian when it came to women. Like, I did think he saw women as, like, three-dimensional, like, whole people.
1: But he was betrothed. Yeah. Correct? So that doesn't count as cheating if you're betrothed.
0: But then he married her through the bathroom door. He did. So then. It's his wife.
1: But this poor girl that he was betrothed to. She was
0: 15.
1: That's true. She
0: shouldn't be marrying anybody.
1: She was 10 of five. Is that what they said? She was 10 of five. Which I was thinking, is that? And then she gives him shit. Gwen gives him shit for it, which was great. Oh, yeah. Gwen was like, you can't deal with me because you marry (laughs) 15-year-olds. And he goes, yeah, that's what we do.
0: He was like, what's statutory? I'm going to have to ask her about that later. Yeah, I'm going
1: to have to ask, yeah. (laughs) Going forward with these books... I really want like a true romance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily want the hot, heavy stuff, which I did. I want. I want hot, heavy stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I want it in the context of people who are like madly in love. Yeah. Like truly connected in a deeper way than I think these two characters were. Okay. Right. I mean, is that possible? Does that happen? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay.
0: No, I'm just thinking... Could bo- that happen for me? Yes, clearly In a
1: book context? It'll
0: happen for you. Yes.
1: So no, I, no, not for me. I don't... Not me personally, but as a reader
0: <laughs> right. in
1: these books, that's You'll what I want. experience it that yes, way. Yes, vicariously, yeah. without all, any, you know, harm done to me. <laughs> and can there be a werewolf in it?
0: <laughs> yeah, we could read a werewolf
1: book. Yeah. But I did enjoy it, and I do think it was a good introduction.
0: I mean, I don't want to put – the the thing is I don't want to rate this as being like higher or lower level. Okay. I do think this was like a competently written book. Yes. A lot of plot. Mm-hmm. It's part of a giant series, so that's a big deal yes. too. Is it my genre? No. Okay. Is it the first place that I'm going to go when I want to – not no. really. okay. But that doesn't mean that – I'm it's hard for me to judge because I think if this was the if this was the genre that I loved, like Regency, is my genre that I love, and I could really rate books within it. Okay, it's hard for her for me to do over here. I think it's a, it's a good, well loved book.
1: Well, did you want to play this game? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, we have so something that I love about romance. We have Goodreads, which is such a great resource. Oh, okay. For Finding stuff. Finding stuff. It's so good. And I have all my little people that I follow as reviewers who I trust. Oh, if nice. they like it, I like it. Let's move on. Oh, cool. The thing about Goodreads is that you can put your book on different lists for things. Mm-hmm. So here are some lists that this book is on, and I want to know, do we agree or oh, disagree?
1: perfect. I love this.
0: Um, so the first list is, and this book is 48 out of 3,558, character you most want to sleep with.
1: In reference to Dresden
0: or either one. Would you want to sleep with Gwen or Dresden?
1: If I was Gwen, Mm -hmm. if I was Gwen, yes, because I couldn't think of a better person to pick my cherry. No. Right. If you're into real swole dudes. Right. Which I don't know if I am, but I mean, I think she was. So I would say, yes, if I was Gwen, I would have sex with Dresden. Yes. And if I was dressed in, I would have sex with Gwen 100% because I would have sex with anything because I'm Justin. But as myself, <laughs> I don't know if I would have sex with Gwen. I feel like I would be like she didn't seem like she was in a good place. Right. Her parents had passed away. Mm-hmm. She was unsure of where she was in life. Did she want to be a scientist? Did she want to work at Allstate? Mm-hmm. Did, you know what did she want to do with her life? I feel like that is not somebody that would be at the same place in her life as I would be. Okay, right. So as the person I am now, a one night stand. I don't really do one night stands, so I wouldn't necessarily know. You know, I don't know. Like it's maybe too with fragile her. for a one night stand. She just seems to. Fr- yeah, I would. If I started talking to her, I would feel like we would stay up, and I would try to give her. I would uh, It would be more talking about where we are in our lives than get sexual mm-hmm. that's what I feel like all right so so Gwen is she's not in an emotional state for me at the moment i don't think
0: okay, yeah. fair enough, so no, yeah,
1: would you have sex with justin yeah, okay and uh if you were a man, would you have sex with Gwen, or as yourself would you have sex with Gwen? No, same thing right she's just emotionally yeah. kind of all over the place. she
0: seems too emotional all over the place. She also seems to uh, have a lot of body issues and then have a lot of judgment about other women's bodies, which I mm-hmm. didn't appreciate. And so I feel like I would meet her at a bar and I'd just be like, no.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have body issues, too, so we would probably agree on that. And we mm-hmm. would just probably stay up all night talking about how, like, things we hate about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And then point out other people's bodies and be like, can yeah. you believe that 62-year-old yeah. man is attracted to that 40-year-old woman even though she has old tits? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. Nell sounds hot.
1: <laughs> oh, Nell's cool. I would have sex uh, with Nell. Oh, yeah. Nell was the uh maid of the house.
0: Yeah, who then ended up marrying Dristin's dad. Oh, and they that's had so
1: cute. two
0: pairs of twins.
1: Yeah, that's insane. That's too much. But yeah, Nell I would definitely nail. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then she will cook you an amazing dinner afterwards. And
1: not even that, she's just A badass. She's just been through so much, yeah, and she's voluptuous and just like she seemed like, I I, yeah, she was sexy. Mm -hmm. I was into them having sex, but they didn't describe it. They
0: didn't describe. I didn't spend any time. It's very rare that you'll have a sex scene that isn't the main
1: character, the hero, the heroine. Yeah,
0: Um, but when they did get together, I was very excited. I did love that moment. I mean, that was such a great scene of, of them like
1: overhearing. Oh, that was so good. And then the thing with that, you know, what I was saying about this central romance not being romantic enough and them really in love, that that was the real romance. Those two had yeah. known each other for a long time. She put up with his stupid, nerdy bullshit, and she was a strong, tough woman, and they eventually gave in to each other and their attraction, and I think there was a friendship there that was really strong. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like a really cool romance. I wanted more of that.
0: And what I loved about their romance too is it wasn't – I hate when it's just like the big misunderstanding and that's why they're not together. But they were both together because of their own sh- – dealing with mm-hmm. their own shit individually that couldn't let them be together yeah. because they were each internally. And then finally they just busted that down and that's just so were cool. together and it was perfect. Yeah. But it wasn't that just like, oh, I, he thinks this of me or whatever. It was like we each need to get over our own shit so we yes. can be together. I like that. Uh, best time travel romance novels.
1: I mean, I can't really answer this because this is the only romance novel, time travel novel that I've read. So I would say I liked it. What do you think?
0: That was 20 out of 748.
1: Oh, I had to it's say high.
0: Yeah, the only two that I have read is This and Outlander. Okay. I would say I enjoyed Outlander more. Mm-hmm. But Outlander's not perfect, and I did really enjoy this, and this is really fun, especially on the second read. So I agree.
1: I mean, it definitely deserves to be on a list of, what, 200-some? 700.
0: 700.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. It's on the list. Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> All right. Bad boys meet the virgins. Was he a bad boy? No,
1: I don't think he's a bad boy.
0: I don't think he's a bad boy either. No,
1: not not bad enough for me. No. As to be referred to as a bad boy.
0: Right. He loves his family. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to protect
1: his line. He was just horny. He was more of a horny boy. <laughs> Hashtag horny boy. <laughs>
0: Just horny boys meet
1: the virgins. <laughs> yeah. Now he'd be on that list. <laughs> oh, for sure. He was horny. Number he, one. Because he, so imagine this. You're like, as a guy, you're sleeping on a slab of stone. Something falls on you. You wake up and immediately start fingering it. <laughs> that's a hor- That's a horny boy so, so he's, he's a horny boy that's he a horny, a horny boy. boy yeah yeah
0: not a bad boy no I would horny say he's boy. not a bad boy at all no he doesn't do anything that's bad
1: he's a little bit of a chauvinist but as you said we find out that he's for his time not a huge chauvinist right so i don't think he's a bad boy he's a horny boy
0: yeah <laughs> hottest guy on the cover this is hard for us because the, we got the cover with the clock on it yeah but here let me show you a picture of
1: i'm but i'm super into clocks so I would fuck that clock.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, we have to hide our clocks around you. Yeah.
1: When you come over, we put the clock away. Because it's fuck a clock.
0: That's him, though.
1: Um, He's got a nice mouth.
0: <laughs> All you see is his mouth. Yeah. And nose. I think he's sexy, though.
1: He is sexy, but that's not enough for me to know whether I'd nail him or not. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't imagine if that part, if half of his face is that chiseled, he's not going to have, like, a droopy top. It's not going to be <laughs> like... His eyes are, like, crossed and, like, you know, it's not like... What they, a disappointment. Yeah, but... He has know, silver eyes. Yeah, so they're, I'm sure she would have mentioned if he was, mm-hmm. like, cross-eyed or something. Right, no. So, yeah, I mean, from that cover, probably not, but I'm assuming that he's... Sexy. Sexy, yeah.
0: All right, we only have a few more. Okay. Sexiest immortal males of all time. Immortal. Who's a sexier immortal? He's not immortal, though. No, he, like... He can die. He
1: could die. That's what, like, that was part of the scary thing is that he could die. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, you read the rest of the series. Is he immortal? No. Okay. So, no, he shouldn't be on that list. No,
0: he's not no, immortal. because he's not immortal. Men I wish were real. Do you wish Dresden was real? It would be hard. He's somebody that I feel like you would meet for the first time and you'd be like, whoa, this guy. But then I feel like you'd hang out with him a few times and you'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah, Dresden's coming over later. Fine.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily want to bring him into the world as a real person. I don't think he adds that much to the world if I brought him here. Yeah. We're already overpopulated. So why do I need to bring in one more hulking 6-7 druid?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Although, could he help us out? Global warming or something?
1: Could his druid spells save the earth? If that is the case, then yes. Bring him in. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll have to. Re- we'll have to just look into what druids can do.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then the the uh, they were on this book was on something like seventy lists. so I okay. just pick a few.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And then male characters we desperately wish were real.
1: No, I mean, no. Well,
0: that's the line we wish he was real because maybe magic could help some things mm-hmm. in our life. That would be probably good to have. You would also constantly have to be explaining things to him, though, too. Yes. Like, that, this is an elevator.
1: That would be obnoxious.
0: Yeah. This is an iPhone. Mm-hmm. This is a park.
1: No, it doesn't come in we purple. We don't have slaves. No, you can't get it in purple. No. <laughs> you know, belongs on some, but not all lists.
0: No. I think Hashtag not were, all lists. Hashtag not all <laughs> lists. I think, I think maybe some people need to read a bit closer. He's not immortal.
1: Yeah, do your research. He's
0: not a bad boy.
1: Not a bad boy. He's a horny boy. He's a good boy. boy.
0: He's a horny boy. All right.
1: So that was your first one. Yes.
0: Exciting. Virgin no more. Virgin no more.
1: This was my, my my cherry has been picked.
0: I'm excited for as you read more, you can start referencing back and everything. It's going to be great. So let's try to name the tropes that we have in this one. Okay.
1: So. Scottish. Oh, that's a trope. Yeah. Time travel. Time travel. Virginity. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Um oh oh um there is some forced proximity. Uh-huh. Very briefly, when oh. he ties her to him, remember?
0: Yep, forced proximity. Forced proximity. Road traveling.
1: Okay, that's a, a trope is on the road.
0: Big hero, little heroine. Okay. Magic. Paranormal.
1: Okay. Druids. Wow. Twins. Twins. That's a big one.
0: Mm, nerdy girl. Okay. Fish out of water. Okay. Anything else?
1: Jeez, that's a lot of tropes. Hmm. I'm trying to think because I don't know the tropes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm
1: trying to think if there's any ones that stuck out. Oh, it, I mean, is there anything to do with uh, like her making out with the other twin that she doesn't know is not him? Is there a mistaken identity? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to take some notes. The next one, I'm going to definitely try to see how many tropes are in it.
0: I think that's fine. i write it down.
1: And then you can you tell me can, if they
0: are tropes or not. Yeah.
1: You can tell me if these are tropes. Mm. That's I'm definitely going to do that.
0: You learn the tropes.
1: Yeah. Aww.
0: Yeah. So thanks so much, everybody, for listening to the very first episode of Learning the Tropes. Um, if you want to find out more about us, you can always follow us on uh, Twitter at Learning Tropes, on Instagram at Learning the Tropes. If you want to suggest a book, if you want to suggest tropes, if you want to send Clayton merch, you can always email us at tropes at gmail.com. And then if you want to get ready for next week, our book is going to be...
1: The Kiss Quotient
0: by Helen Huang. It's a really great episode. It's a super fun book. I can't imagine there's many romance readers who haven't already read it, but if you're one of them, go grab it, read it, and, and we'll discuss it next week. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye.